This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Okay, welcome everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Chris Anselmo at Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Along with us is Tony Marlett Jr., who is a financial advisor and a tax preparer for Brookside, and Ed McMahon of the radio, uh, Tony Shore. That's me. <laughs> I'm just here to laugh at your bad jokes, Chris. Yeah. Well, we got plenty of them. So. <laughs> yeah. We even hey, got a new bad new jokes ba- are in. We even got a sure. new bad. We oh, even yeah. got a new uh, baseball team, right? The Guardians. So wow. that's a whole other story. Well, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Don't I don't mind the name so much. I just didn't like that they caved in to uh, the pressure. But so. Oh, I'm not even sure there was that much pressure, but. Uh, but anyhow, so I like, no, the, name, no, I like the yeah. name, the Guardians. Yeah, it's no longer yeah. the Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Guardians. So, yeah, so they can they can sell a lot more merchandise, right? Oh, that's so. the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like like when a player changes their jersey number, uh, they yeah. they they twenty three to six, uh, right? Or twenty four <laughs> to eight if you're yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. You know, you yeah. eight to twenty four. Yeah, it's just more merch they can sell. So um, today we thought we'd talk a little bit about because of what's going on in the economy, what's going on in the world about protection. Um, We see oftentimes, you know, points in your life that you use, uh, you know, you want to protect. You want to protect your house. You want to protect your car. You want to protect your life. You want to protect your income, disability, all kinds of things like that. So I did a little slide. Hopefully it'll it'll show up. Uh, I'm going to try doing this again. So um, let's see if I can uh, share the screen. And I will go to my little PowerPoint thing there you and go. hit F5. Can you guys see that? Yes. So this is pretty rudimentary. It's my one page PowerPoint. So. Wow. Uh, this is it, huh? Yeah, this is it. So, <laughs> you know, people, I get so hung up on um, annuities and uh, protected investments, either buffered products or some type of things like that. So the only way you can really get true protection is from an insurance company that like they're the only ones allowed by law to offer protection. So, um, you know, we have in every phase of our life, we have auto home health income. We even, uh, I think we even have long-term care and they probably should have put up there, but you know, if you want to protect your, your auto, what do you do, Tony? You, you get auto insurance. And if you right. want to protect your home from burning down, what do you, what do you do? Yeah. You get homeowners insurance. And if you want to protect your health, you get the good old health insurance. And if you want to protect your income? I think disability insurance would be yeah, the right. correct answer there. And if you want to leave a legacy? Nothing it's, like some life insurance. So, you know, so people buy those routinely. No second thoughts about them. But, you know, how right. would you not not have your home insured, right? Right. So, um, but when it comes to investments and savings, they're really hesitant about using insurance products and maybe they just been brainwashed from the banks all these years. And Tony's uh, uh, an ex banker and, but 
I'm going to try. So I think people have seen this, but uh, I'm going to try and uh, get out of this so I could see myself. But um, um, let's see if I could do this. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think people indirectly use the insurance at a bank. Tony, you, you know, you've been, you've been in banks for years. Mm-hmm. That, that little FDIC insurance thing sells CDs, sells yeah. bank accounts so, because people are, you know, they're uh, have the reliance on that. Well, it's insured. So, right. And um, what a lot of people don't realize to that extent, Chris, is, you know, the FDIC is to cover you if the bank were to go out of business. So, the chances of that happening are not nearly nowadays what it is, say, if you were to need protection on your investments, if the market goes down, you know, we talk on our market updates about uh, three corrections per year and preparing for up to three market corrections per year. So you're not trying to protect against every single one of those so you don't uh, lose anything. It's more about taking a portion of your assets and protecting it. If you no longer have the time frame or the risk tolerance to, to put up with the volatility, but to your point with the banks and all the other types of insurance, you're, you have about a one in 300 chance that your house is going to catch on fire. Uh, It's probably probably less. I I I, I know millions of houses around town. How many fires are there? Right. So, right. Right. But, uh, but you're right. They, 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 they do this common too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you uh, prepare for that and it's your own financial future that you're protecting. And, and, and I don't know what the hangup, maybe Tony, you, you talked to a lot of other advisors, uh, you know, what's the hangup if people don't want to use insurance for their investments? I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. It's just not been as common of a thing and they don't think that way. They've been trained uh, to think that, um, that's money for growth. They don't view that money the same way. And that's why it's because that has been pounded into their head. Uh, what have you heard uh, when so you ask somebody, what's your largest asset? What's your biggest asset? Everyone would say their house probably, likely, or the, yeah. the people I know would yeah. say my house or, and the or, guy or telling their, or their, or their 401k. Right. Yeah, well, well, yeah. here's that's, that's my point though. My neighbor who makes a, I, I have a guy on my street makes a lot, of, has a lot of money saved for retirement, uh, probably more than anyone I know. Uh, but I asked him what his biggest asset is. And he said his house. That's why people don't, people don't view their retirement assets the same way they do. His house is not his biggest asset. His biggest asset is his retirement savings right. because he's got IRAs and 401ks that add up to uh, you know, a few million dollars. His house, I happen to know, is worth about four hundred thousand right. dollars. So, uh, why is he saying a four hundred thousand dollar item is his biggest asset when he has assets worth over four million dollars, or you know, three million, whatever it is? Yeah. And, and like Tony said, that the odds of something happening to the house are much slimmer than the odds of the market going down. Right. 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 So, I mean, and then there's a lot of people have homeowners insurance and I and bring this up to them. Like if you if your mortgage is paid off, you don't really need to have homeowners insurance. Right. I mean, nobody's forcing you to have homeowners insurance, but you wouldn't you would not take that risk for a few hundred dollars a year not to protect your house. Right. So I don't understand the hang up for a lot of times when we, we approach people say, hey, why don't we use this ABC insurance product? that's going to pay you a reasonable amount of interest. Um, 
instead of a CD. Why not use that? And they're like, yeah, and protect you from losses. Yeah. All right. Protect you from losses. So it's like insurance from losses. So it's like insurance for your retirement savings. Right. So you could either use it as a a substitute for the bank products or maybe partially a substitute for bonds or a substitute for some of the the money you have invested in the market because the markets, you know, Tony does our updates every weekly or monthly and, and it's been pretty volatile the last yeah. And I mean, one thing that we've been talking about in there is how you used to be able to, you know, if, if, if okay. stocks are volatile, uh, you used to be able to go into bonds as a safe haven. Though that's not really the case. I don't want to say anymore, but certainly not right now. It hasn't been for a long time, Correct. for quite a while either. Correct. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any yeah. better anytime soon. And, Correct. And so and for the listeners, it's purely because interest rates are so low. Right. right? Yeah. If it's, I mean, if bonds are paying four or five, six percent, have at it. But when they're paying a quarter percent, I mean, why would you not only take the investment risk that the rates will go up, the insurance risk, I mean, the uh, rate risk, but they're not paying you anything. <laughs> so yeah, and when it's, you it's a double whammy. In, you factor in inflation and your real return is even lower. Right. And inflation is self-imposed inflation. I hate to call it no, that, no, get political, is. but... But a lot of it's been self-imposed. Like when you you affect the price of gas, it affects everything, right? It affects all the product and movement of all the product. It affects people going to work every day. It's just, it's just uh, we this a lot of this inflation's been self-imposed by the administration, whether you're you're for them or against them. I think everyone agrees. So, yeah. um, but maybe we'll get beyond that. Maybe they'll open up some of the the, the reserves and we'll uh, get back to somewhat back to normal. We can't blame it all on Russia as we'd like to, but uh, right. Um, so. So Tony, what do you uh, products out there? What do you what do you been suggesting for people who want to protect some of their uh, either either get money out of the bank that's paying them a quarter percent or uh, protect yeah. some of their investments? Well, you mentioned my uh, new career as a tax preparer. Before, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> he's doing. He's Congratulations, doing by the way. <laughs> he's like, what have I got myself into? But, I think our first day, our first yeah. actual day of tax prep, I told Chris, nice knowing you. I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> he asked if I was coming back the next day. You had a second, first day. Are you coming back tomorrow? <laughs> uh, no, but in all honesty, I mean, I've seen a lot of people come in with uh, with 1099 or uh, uh, 1099s from CD interest. And, you know, they're $25, $30 that even if you roll over a CD to another CD, you're still paying taxes on those, uh, what is now realized gains. So um, not only are they paying you very little, it's taxable every time you roll it over. So what I've been trying to tell people as an alternative, uh, you get more, we have a solution where you get more flexibility as far as what you're able to actually draw down from the solution. So for example, with a CD, if you take out a dollar from a, a, $25,000 $25,000 CD and it's before the, the period is up, you're going to pay a penalty. It's going to be a very small penalty, but you have one no matter what. Uh, with our solution, you have access to 10% of it every single year without any penalty. And you're probably getting 10 times the interest. Well, right. And you're also either looking at it one of two ways with the interest. You're right. 10 times the interest is pretty much literal and it's I mean, pretty accurate. If you accurate. can get 3% and they're only paying you a quarter of a percent at the bank. I mean, yep. I don't get it, but yep. And then also we, uh, uh, 
other strategies would include being able to participate in the upside of what the market is doing and uh, none of the downside. Right. Yeah, we've seen some of those uh, and some of these buffered products have come out recently where you have some protection on the downside, um, but you have a much greater upside potential. So um, those are those are alternatives that people are, are worried about. Maybe you have a, a protection 10 percent down or a 15 percent protection on the way down. Um, at least it gives them a little peace of mind that I'm not out there blindly in the market. And if, if the market does drop uh, 10 or 15 percent, because I think we have a study, Tony, you probably even have it uh, there uh, about that chart we have. Like how many times has the market gone down 15 percent over the last 100 years? It's probably only half a dozen times, maybe 10 times. So right. um, so I think people are more concerned about um, that it's going to drop 50 percent, but it doesn't happen that often. I mean, no. I mean, I think the last two times in, I can recall is either uh, the housing crisis or 9-11. I mean, right. Those are pretty big events to, to make it drop that much. So, Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's been interesting to see people's reactions to when we tell them uh, what this is. You know, we'll go through the – I don't focus as much on wording or the name of something as I do the features and how it can, can right. help somebody. But then afterwards, when you tell them this is a fixed annuity, they're, they're kind of surprised. Yeah. And, and that goes to what you guys were saying before about how, you know, the media and, and Ken Fisher and whoever else has just, you know, beat these things to death and, and Susie kind, Orman. Yeah. Yeah. Her too. And kind of successfully, if we're being honest, they've been very successful at it. I don't know why, but, uh, you know, people think annuities have to be expensive. Uh, ours, if, as long as they're fixed, you don't have any cost. As long as it's a fixed uh, that provides a solid floor, you don't have any cost affiliated with it. Plus, you get the tax deferral, uh, a little bit more liquidity than a CD and better growth opportunities like Chris was saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they're not for everybody. It depends your, on your financial situation. Uh, you guys aren't just, that's not a flat out everyone who comes in. This is the answer uh, because some people aren't in a situation where a fixed index annuity is going to help them. And you are going to look at what's in their best interest, whether that is a fixed index annuity sure. or it is, maybe they need more money in the market because they're time horizon, or maybe they, yeah. they need something else or, maybe a CD is okay. But uh, I know that it is a really great vehicle and they've made so many, so many improvements uh, yeah. on these annuities, uh, but you've got people like Susie Orman and, uh, and uh, Dave out there, Ramsey. Uh, these are two people who are not financially certified in any way, shape or form. Uh, they are not financial planners, but they get on the air, TV or radio, and they talk about financial planning, uh, but they've never, they're not held accountable uh, by the same fiduciary standards and things like that. Uh, they're not CPAs. They're not certified financial planners. Um, they're talking heads. And so uh, they're talking probably about variable annuities that can have high fees and that do lose money. And so there's there's different types of annuities. And I think that's where the misconception. I just wanted to jump in there because right. that's where I see the misconception with annuities happening. I mean, I, I remember in Susie Orman's book, she actually said she likes fixed or index annuities. She's you know, she doesn't like variable annuities for the cost and things like that. But, you know, the, 
I, I think people just don't think about insurance when they think about investments and, and how it can protect their investments. I mean, you use it in every other phase of your life. If there's a, if there's a product that can help earn a reasonable amount of rate or reasonable upside and protection, I think it's worth a discussion. I mean, whether or not you do it or not, it should be just another arrow in your quiver to uh, to move forward. Because people, like like I said before, people don't mind the roller coaster when it's going up. They start screaming on the way down. So if you <laughs> yeah. can, so if you can have some type of protection on the way down, um, maybe the roller coaster isn't so bad, right? So, um, Tony, what have you what have you heard about the markets this week? Anything uh, you want to share there? Yeah. Well, last week, I mean, we had we had the best weekly market last week since we uh, since November. So, and actually, it might have been November twenty twenty. So. We actually had a really good week last week. Um, this week, uh, we had some uh, metrics as far as uh, durable goods orders, unemployment, continuing job claims. So uh, durable business orders, which is usually an indicator of business spending, has been um, down quite a bit, which um, maybe may not be a, a strong indicator, but we have a good still a really tight labor market. So I think people, the, the point is, I think people are looking beyond uh, some of the macro stuff going on and saying, okay, markets are still, or uh, economy is still strong. Company valuations are still strong. They're still profitable. Um, I don't understand how we can have uh, such low unemployment and continuing claims if people say nobody's working. So there's gotta be some kind of disconnect there. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I think, uh, you know, markets continue to follow fundamentals. I do expect, and I tell people this, I do expect there to be more volatility. I know Gradient keeps, uh, they keep stressing the same thing. They expect volatility for the rest of this year. I wouldn't be surprised if we end the year um, slightly positive to slightly negative overall in the market, but not without uh, some serious volatility in the meantime. So there are some strategies in some of these index annuities that grab a low volatility index. So that maybe when we think it's really going to be volatile, you you grab that index and uh, and kind of temper it a little bit. But um, yeah, for the most part, I think people are warming up to it. But they, I think they just haven't heard about it. And, and annuities, the word annuity has gotten such a bad uh, press over all the years. Um, um, I, I wish they would change the name of it, <laughs> so so that people wouldn't. Uh, uh, well, it's I it's I I find it uh, almost laughable when people are afraid of annuities, but yet uh, yeah, give me my social security or my pension. Yeah, those well, are all annuities. Right? Right? <laughs> you put money in, and you put money in over a certain period of time, and then you get a set amount back throughout your retirement. I mean, isn't that that's what a pension is? That's what Social Security is. That's what a fixed index annuity is. Um, that's those are annuities. I, I mean, uh, it's just annuities that I think there's too many people who are just salesmen, insurance salesmen, pushed annuities on people that shouldn't have gotten into them like a variable annuity and made promises that 
they couldn't keep. And uh, people got into bad situations with certain types of annuities that weren't right for them. Right. Right. Or they put too much of their money in, in any one product. Right. You, you know, you yeah. You can't it. put everything into a variable annuity and expect to end up OK. And right. I think that's for a while. It's been a number of years, but that's what happened to a lot. of and, folks. And I think people got pushed into even index annuities, but they put all their money in it and they didn't have any money on the side where, you know, we kind of, I tried to say, look, just put money in there that you don't think you're going to use for the term, the five, seven, 10 years, whatever it is, sure. and leave enough money at the local banks that you won't really have to touch this money. Yeah, you have to have a certain amount of daily liquidity, right? Or at least monthly. Well, for liquidity. sure. That's why, that's why we have constant uh, concentration limits too, as far yeah. as how much of your overall assets but, can be. But I, I think in the past, there's been some, and there always is some unscrupulous people in this industry that, you know, the little old lady has a uh, $300,000 and they put $299,900 in it and leave her a hundred bucks in the bank. And then, you know, bad things happen. So, yeah. So I'm going to have to cut this short because I'm getting a knock on my door that a judge is on the phone. I'm supposed to, uh, talk to her about some guardianship hearing. So, oh, um, okay. So again, if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, Tony or myself, the uh, number is uh, 440-886-3550. Or you can go to our website. Tony, you got that little uh, fancy thing you can put up on the screen? Oh, yeah, the banners. Yeah, look yeah, at that. There we go. How about that? Hey, look at that. It's almost like we know what we're doing here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I can tell you, we're, be we're better at the financial side than the, than the technology side. So, um, okay. Well, I uh, look forward to talking to you guys next week. And All right. I'll see you soon, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.